struggled with finding the time to have all of those conversations and clients that bring you cash in your business? Have you been struggling with balance and figuring out when to be full on in your business and when to be full on in your personal life? Well, then today's episode is for you. Today, we are going behind the scenes. It's a special BTS version. I am your host, Kimberly Whitecamp, a conversion copywriter, marketing strategist, and podcaster, and your host and guide on this journey to getting more conversations, more clients, and more cash in your coaching business. So today... We're going to go behind the scenes. What does that mean? We're talking about a live in action business and what's going on with it. And that is mine. So you might have noticed here lately that the podcast schedule has not been as regular. And, you know, it's, I, I find the podcast incredibly important. It's a huge, valuable resource that I love getting new people onto it. I love sharing knowledge and resources with you and the community because I find it's important. I find that the more examples we can have of the many various entrepreneurial paths to success, the better everyone is, right? When I first got started in business, I had this perception that you had to work hard to get results and it was supposed to be difficult, right? That idea of work hard is that things are difficult in order for you to get results. And no one wants to be constantly having difficulty in their life, especially as an entrepreneur and coach. And then I also had this perception that if you didn't do it by yourself, it didn't count, right? It didn't matter. It didn't count that there was some magical fairy out there in the world of entrepreneurs who would grant you success with a little pixie dust and a gold star saying that, you know, you're successful because you did it all by yourself. And nothing could be further from the truth. That's why I'm such a big advocate of having communities and being a part of communities and participating in communities and hosting your own communities, because when we all come together, we get stronger for it. So as you are a part of my community, I want to share a little bit about what's going on, right? So as you all know, right, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a coach, I'm a copywriter, I'm a self-employed, I own, run my own business. And here lately, things have not been in balance. So I'm going to talk a little bit about finding the balance. And also giving permission to make the important things in your life important. I'm not going to go deep into detail, but there's been some personal stuff going on and that's been distracting. It's been distracting. It's been difficult to stay focused. And of course, it takes an emotional toll as well. And I've met so many people who have this perception that, well, you just need to push through. You need to keep pushing through. You need to keep pushing through, but that's not good for us to keep pushing through and pushing through and, and, Letting all of your emotions and your worries and your anxieties and your fears and just, you know, stuffing them down and being like, oh, well, I'll deal with it when I have the time. And that's what makes things blow up and then never have the time, right? And that's not what you want. So let's talk a little bit about finding the balance, not only in your business and your life, but finding the balance within the business aspect. So one of the things that I find really, really important for myself is delivering on promises. Right. If somebody works with me, if I work with somebody, I tell them the outline of how it's going to be to work together. I give them timelines and I find it incredibly important to deliver on that promise of, well, we discussed this deadline for this particular piece of copy or we discussed this deadline for getting in ideas, both on my end and on my client's end. And I find it incredibly important to deliver on those promises. It's a key core value. 
that, you know, you add value in every conversation and that we, we keep to a timeline, of course, with the caveat that, you know, life happens and we are all open to understanding that. So here lately, I have not had a lot of balance because of what's going on in personal life. So what have I done? Well, I took an evaluation and I said, okay, where can I best deliver on my promises with the limited mental time and energy that I had? And where will I need to mitigate those promises? So I looked at the podcast and I was like, you know what? I've got over 115 episodes of resources and value and knowledge that is out there now. It's there to share. And while I find it really important to continue to add to that library of knowledge and resources, I needed to be able to deliver on projects and on client work and on meeting with people and doing consulting in the limited free time that I had. So the podcast went to the side. And it's important to take stock on what you're doing and how it's impacting your business and your life. One of the things that frustrates me so much when I hear people come to me with questions about marketing is they'll say something along the lines of, I've never filmed a video in my life, but I heard that TikTok is the best way for me to grow my audience. So I need to get into TikTok and I need to become an expert at TikTok and I need to become an expert at making videos and filming myself. And, you know, even though I'm not comfortable on camera, I have to get over that. And that's not setting your own balance. That's not setting your own boundaries. In fact, it's impacting and making it even harder for you to deliver for your clients. Because if you're stressed and if you're anxious and if you're worried, and if you have all of those thoughts in the background when you're trying to do your marketing, you can't come across as your authentic self. It just doesn't work, right? So I want you to take a moment and take stock. What are you currently doing right now in your marketing? What are you currently doing right now in your business? And is it resulting in more conversations, clients, and cash? And not only just more conversations, clients, and cash, but from the right people, right? One of the first things I have people walk through, and of course, we already talked about this in the clarify section of the five C's. But one of the first things I have people walk through as an exercise is, well, who do you want to work with? And often I'll get a response with, well, you know, I've, I've worked with this type of person and I've worked with this type of person and I get a lot of these types of people, even though they're not great clients. And I said, okay, let's evaluate that. Let's look at that statement because the reality is I get a lot of these people, but they're not great clients means they're not your people. They're not the people you want to work with. And as the coach, as the entrepreneur, as your own business owner, it is your business and you get to decide what it looks like. So don't take the, oh, well, I get a lot of these people, but they're not great clients. Well, then those aren't your clients. And what can you change and what can you modify and what can you delete from your world that doesn't bring in those people, right? So I want you to take stock of the activities you're currently doing. Just take a moment, take a deep breath, think about it, pause the episode if you need. And I want you to take stock. What are you currently doing that is hard? that is difficult, that is not contributing as much as you think it is, all right? And with that in mind, I also want to talk a little bit about finding the balance in conversation. I was talking with my coach, right? Shout out to Virginia Muskies of the Bad Girls on Business podcast and the Business by Referral podcast, coach, fantastic person, and a fantastic podcast host. Go and listen to all the episodes. 
And I was talking with her about, you know, finding the right balance because I was having all these conversations. My last week, I had, you know, 15 or 20 different Zoom conversations on the books. And I was like, you know, there's got to be a better way to manage this. And not only that, but I wanted to make sure that those conversations were positioned the proper way in our marketing, right? If you are looking for referral marketing, if you are setting up, you know, get to know you calls, if you're setting up JV marketing, all of those are valuable and they have a place in your marketing mix, right? I don't just rely on email. I don't just rely on lead magnets. I don't just rely on social media. I don't just rely on the podcast. I have a marketing mix. That's also in balance, right? It's not just I'm spending all of my time on one platform that can go away at any time. It's not what you want to happen. Instead, we evaluated, we looked at my calendar and I was like, okay, which of these conversations are the most important for my current goals? What are my current goals? Where do they fall into those current goals? And am I booking the right conversations? And surprise, I was not, right? About 40% were the right conversations. And the other 60% were things that I needed to find balance on. So I could spread them out further in my calendar. They didn't all have to be uh, all back to back or uh, as many in a week as I was having. And that's okay, right? It's okay. Take a moment and evaluate. All right, how many calls are you on? Are those the right calls you want to be having right now? You know, take a moment and evaluate. Do you have enough clients? Are you happy with the number of clients? Do you want to serve more clients? If the answer is no, I don't want to serve more clients right now, then you want to diminish prospect calls. I'm not saying get rid of them entirely, right? Because you always want to have a pipeline going. But if you're only looking for one new client, well, then how many calls should you be booking for that process? Or let's look at your clients, right? Look at your client calls. Are you happy with all of those clients? Are they a best fit for where you currently are in business? Maybe you've been working with somebody for six months or a year or six years, and it's no longer a fit for you. You get to decide, do I want to keep going on this path? So today, I just kind of want to take a moment and really give you permission to find the balance in your business and your life, and also to make time for the important things. My personal stuff is really important to me. My family was really important to me. And, and being present and having the mental energy to be a part of that experience was really important to me. So I, I had a, an ill family member. So it was really important to me to make time for that and to be sure that I could be present where I could be present for that. So those were the important things to me. Now, did something else have to go to the side a little bit? Did I have to reorganize priorities? Yes. And the podcast was one of them, but that's okay because it's your life and it's your business. I was talking to a fellow copywriter friend of mine, and she was talking about this book called 4,000 Weeks. And essentially it's called 4,000 Weeks because if you tally up every single week in your life and you live past 80, okay, you get 4,000 weeks. That's it. 4,000 weeks to do what you want to do. So do you want to spend... 2,000 of those weeks, miserable, anxious, worried, stressed out, doing a bunch of things you don't want to be doing? Or do you want to spend that time doing the things you love, making a real impact in the world, contributing to what is important in your life, in your world, and along your values? Which one do you want to do? You've got 4,000 weeks. Some of them are already gone. Where do you want to spend your time? So I also want to take a moment and give you permission to schedule in the important things in life. Schedule in the important things in life. 
I had somebody reach out to me recently and we were trying to coordinate schedules, trying to trying to get something on the books, in the calendar. Things kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And finally, they're like, well, let's meet on Sunday. And I said, no, because my important things is to have weekends free to spend with friends and family where I'm not constantly distracted by work. As an entrepreneur, it's so tempting to, to fall into that trap of having no difference between work and life. Now, some people say there's no such thing as work-life balance. You know, you get you know, some people work better in the evenings, some people work better in the mornings, and that's true. You might work better in the evenings, but that means you still get to have boundaries about when you're not working. And I've heard from people before where it's like, yeah, but you know, that you can't really put boundaries on that because there are so many important things. Well, you know what? Your happiness is important. Time with family and friends is important. Time for self-care is important. Time for you to take a moment and take a nap or read a good book or write the book that you've always wanted to be writing. That's important as well. So while this episode is not full of, you know, action steps and action items, here's my action step and action item for you today. I want you to take stock, right? Take stock of your activities over the last week. How many of those activities are resulting in more conversations, more clients, and more cash? How many of those activities are preventing you from having more conversations, more clients, and more cash? And I spoke with somebody the other day who was like, yeah, you know, I spend three hours a day on Facebook, but it's marketing. I said, okay, is that three hours a day on Facebook hitting your goals? She's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, are you tracking? How is it working for you? Do you have a defined goal that means it's successful? If your defined goal is I want one new client a week and I spend three hours to get it and that client is worth $10,000 to me, is that successful for you? Now, for some people, they'd be like, yeah, that's super successful. For others, they'd be like, no, it's too much time to only get one client at $10,000 for a month whatever that looks like. So remember, set your own goals. How many conversations? How many clients? What is your successful revenue and profit number for the week, for the month, for the year? Set those down and then take stock, right? Take a moment, list your numbers, list your numbers. What are your numbers? How many people do you want to be working with? How do you want that relationship to look like? What is that uh, get from you in time commitment, right? So take stock of your goals, write down your goals, and then also take stock of the actions you're doing and evaluate, are they working or are they not working? And if they're not working, be open to the idea of changing or eliminating or handing off that task. And especially if it's not working at all, you're not handing that task off, you're going to eliminate the task. Or you're going to augment or change the task so that it can become useful for you and productive for you and valuable for you, right? So I am giving you permission to take a good, long, clear look at you, at your business, at what's going on in your world. I'm giving you permission to say, I need to find the balance. And if that means less calls, if that means more calls, if that means setting a hard stop time, you get to decide that. So I wanted to share this experience uh, for a few reasons, but for most importantly, to show that even people who 
help others figure this stuff out. We can struggle with it ourselves. And there's no one right way to be an entrepreneur. There's no one right way to be a coach. You get to decide. So I decided where I wanted to focus my time. I had limited time. I had limited ability. I had limited availability. So I found where I wanted to focus my time. And of course, in the meantime, I was still sending out really, um, you know, giving people access to, to past episodes of the podcast and recommending past episodes that would be of value to them because they were there. It's a resource library. And that's one of the big advantages of doing something like a podcast. You build up a knowledge library that you can share and that you can help people with so that when they're ready to work with you, they know the kind of value, knowledge, and resources you're going to bring to them. So I want to say thank you so much for listening to the behind the scenes episode on finding the balance. And I want to give you permission, give you permission to stop doing the things you hate, give you permission to stop wasting time on things that are not giving you the more conversations, clients, and cash that you want in your business. And if one of the things you're worried about is that the marketing you're doing is not actually working for you, I would like to, of course, once again, extend an invitation. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about lead magnets and how you can find the high converting lead magnets so that you know when you spend your time creating one, it's the right thing for your business. That's going to be a masterclass coming up and links are in the show notes to register for that. It is how to choose a high converting lead magnet topic, how to get more of the right clients into your world with the right messaging. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Until next time, keep calm and take stock and find the balance.